podcast is brought to you by Mobile Arts Programming. All right, I'm Wes. I'm John. And welcome back to another episode of Bittersweet Stories. Now, normally what we would do is we would delve into the lives of frontline social service workers, but today we're going to do something a little different, are we, Wes? We're going to jump into our own lives. That's right. How how meta, how yeah. introspective. Super existential. Whoa. Um, we, we, well, we wanted to start the episode off by saying thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, clicking download, subscribing, all the, the things that are involved with following a podcast. Uh, John and I really, really appreciate it. And without you and your support, this uh, kind of platform wouldn't be wouldn't be happening. That's right. Yeah. And especially uh, a big thank you to our guests as well. It's been really amazing. Just obviously the quite a broad, uh, broad scope of uh, experiences that we are able mm-hmm. to uh, to hear and learn from. And um, yeah. And and. I don't know about you, but I've definitely taken something away from every single conversation we've had. And it's interesting because, you know, we've known these people. Mm -hmm. We know them personally. We know them professionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and yet you still learn something new and, and you, and you hear something new and you just take away a different perspective. That's, that's always kind of interesting and neat. So this platform, I, I think at least for me has been very enriching um, just for my own, my own sense of, of, you know, what this industry is and what it means. Yeah, no. And you, uh, you raise a really good point. It's like someone that, you know, very well that you've interacted with, communicated with several times, all of a sudden now you sort of put a microphone in front of them and you're like, tell me about yourself, tell me about your experiences. And like, even for some of the teachers that we've had, um, we would have heard them reflect on or touch upon certain stories, but mm-hmm. it was not at all to the extent of just having a full on conversation with him like for a podcast episode. So that's been truly amazing. Definitely. And, um, with that being said, we've had a blast so far doing what we've been doing, but if anybody listening has any ideas or like a suggestion where maybe, you know, you're like, it's cool that you've done this. I'd love it if you took it further or Mm -hmm. if you haven't really approached this type of subject or area of, of work or focus or whatever, just let us know because we'd be We'd love to hear it. We're super open to any suggestions. Yeah, suggestions, uh, questions, either for John and I, or either for that you that you want to hear. Maybe us ask some guests or, or some different perspectives or something. Just to you know, we want to make this podcast a bit more interactive and and, yeah. and a bit more interesting for you as a listener. So please feel free uh, to shoot us an email at mobilearchsprogramming at gmail dot com, um, mm-hmm. all lowercase, all one word, and. Uh, just kind of throw anything at us. Uh, we're, we're, we're all ears and we're uh, definitely down for, for um, getting some new ideas. That's right. Yeah. Also, I will say, I will never say kind of anymore in oh, this, in I this podcast. I, uh, listening back to some of the episodes, you just really start to critique yourself and your language. And I say that phrase. Yeah. So many times. I say like a lot. I find that I, I often have trouble finding my words. Yeah. And I just kind of go, yeah, um... It, it's it's interesting because it's one of those things where you throw little, you know, just like I did just there, <laughs> you know, those little yeah. transitionary phrases in just while you're thinking for a split yeah. second to and find those words. You know, and that's just conversation. That's just how we communicate. And like, I think what's different is because there's no physical representation. Like even mm-hmm. as I do this, my hands are moving to further express the words that are coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So you don't have that. So then you just listen to the audio and you're like, I sound ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm nodding in affirmation <laughs> and you know, but no one can see that. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah, it's really funny. Also, it's just kind of painful to hear your own voice. So, you know, we listen to it for reference purposes, but not any more than that. Yeah. Um, so just a quick reminder of, of who we are and what we do. John and I are both uh, trained child and youth workers. We've we've worked in the field in all kinds of different areas and, and um, jobs and whatnot. Um, but we're also both musicians. And that's kind of really going to be the focus of this episode is is the creative elements of, of what our program is and what it brings to different spaces and, and how we interact with uh, different participant groups uh, creatively. That's right. Yeah, there's, there's definitely like a, a fluidity to the general template or structure of the programming that we run. And that's obviously informed by the sort of client group or demographic or just agency or organization in general we kind of sculpt what we do and uh to use the sports analogy that we always like to use is you read and react right you sort of have a set idea but then based on the clientele that you're working with you sort of react but um we just wanted to take this opportunity to kind of like delve a little further into exactly what we do because i think that i mean i'm sure you'd agree wes but so far in as much as we've attempted to explain it to someone they don't really ever fully get a sense of what we do mm-hmm. until they actually see it mm-hmm. and they can and they sort of you put the words to the to the action to the sort of face of what's going on and then mm-hmm. they go oh, okay now i sort of get what it means to run music creation program yeah and so there's there's really two facets to it one is and we're going to go into a, a, both of them a bit more in depth uh, the first one is an, like an individual, uh, where mm-hmm. we, John or I will work with somebody one-on-one, uh, through them, take them through the music creation process, work with them and, and kind of end on some sort of original song or maybe a cover song or something like that. The other is kind of a, a group song or I, I said, kind of, uh, um, the other is a group song or, or some sort of, um, bigger program like that where it's more instruction based and, and it's more yeah. of like a, a lesson kind of thing where yeah. we talk about um, recording and, and mixing and those types of things. Yeah, that's right. And again, sort of based on the agency or the client group or whatever else, we kind of just, you know, sculpt the approach um, based on what is needed. So maybe we could first start. Yeah, Let's so, talk maybe about the individual process and then yep. we can talk about the group process. When we first go into any kind of new space, what we'll do is just to really get a sense of what people are into or what they like to listen to. Uh, we can't, we work one-on-one with an individual and just listen to music. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do they like? Uh, what kind of music do they like? What bands do they like? Mm-hmm. Get a sense of that. And then really try to cater that original song to those bands like, you know, what sort of thing would you like it to sound like? Yeah. What's the essence of the song? Like, what do you like? Is it like, and it's really interesting where sometimes it can be tricky for someone to narrow it down to, you know, two or three songs. So you might end up getting after an hour or so of programming, you might have a list of 10 songs and someone says, I love the guitar in this section. I love the lyrics in this song. I love the overall feeling of this song. I love the energy of this song. So then Basically, Wes and I, in as much as we possibly can, we try to take those notes and sort of take that information and sort of mix it all together into something that has the the important essence that has been highlighted by the individual. We try to take that, but then create it into something original. Yeah, and I think it's important to preface this whole thing by by something that we say in every single group that we run. It's that you don't need to be professional Mm -hmm. musician or a a technically skilled musician to be able to make music 
And we always relate it to other art forms. You know, you don't need to be a very technically skilled visual artist to paint a really interesting and cool picture. Mm -hmm. It's all about how you grab the colors and how you throw them at the canvas. That's right. You know, and the same can be done with music yeah. in, in all kinds of different and interesting ways. And that's really the collaborative piece that makes that so important. Yeah. Right. You sort of lead with whatever it is the individual has put forward. And then, you know, Wes and I basically do our best to fill in the gaps to kind of result. Oh, I said kind of there. There you go. How about that? Yeah. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we try to take that and just turn it into an actual song. Sometimes it doesn't end up being an original song. People yeah. like to do some cover songs. And sometimes they just like to sort of listen to music or create small pieces of music within various projects and things like that. But um, when we do work with individuals with the programming that we do, we often strive to write an original song yeah. and have the individual sort of curate the process, but then also work on lyrics. Mm -hmm. And not every time does someone actually get behind the microphone and sing. Cause that's like, albeit a very, very daunting process. And, you know, it becomes less daunting the more you're used to it. But as you say, if you're someone who we sort of stress the fact that you don't need any mm -hmm. previous experience or mm -hmm. any previous musical talent. So sometimes you can assume that someone's never done it before and it's a pretty scary process. So, you know, if someone says, Hey, I don't really feel like I don't mind writing lyrics or I don't know if I want to write lyrics, but at the end of the day, like I'm not going to sing in front of a microphone. We go, that's cool. Let's still just work on this song and, and, we'll be able to go through the same process and sort of hit those same marks that we want to hit, but not necessarily do it the same every time with the same person. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to go, what we wanted to do with this episode too, is really give some specific examples That's of right. what this all looks like. That's right. So I think we're going to start with the individual and then we'll go to the group. Yep. So um, as we mentioned, we get these song references or band references, group, artist, whatever it is. Um, so what we're going to do, we have two songs that are on our website right now. So we're actually going to use those as our reference points um, mm -hmm. for this episode. So, And we, we've had permission from the artists, from the creators yes, of all of yes. this music to be able to share it on uh, these kind of platforms. So. Yes, that's right. And so, um, you know, for this first one with the individual reference, um, one of the references that were given, I happen to work with this one individual we got the song already gone by sleeping at last and um, pretty, pretty kind of basic piano line. Mm -hmm. Check it out. It's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a, it was a basic piano line. It started with some vocals and it was basically enough to begin laying the foundation mm -hmm. for what ended up being a pretty awesome song. Mm hmm. This one individual that we work with has an unbelievable voice. Unbelievable. And through this process, um, you know, they were able to further kind of get into the depth of their their songwriting, their lyric creation, and also we were able to really witness this amazing vocal talent that was obviously otherwise concealed like you know in a conversation you're not like mm -hmm. you don't get a sense of how well someone sings right you just sort of have talk about music the things that you can relate and and all that stuff you have no idea what someone's actually going to sound like so so that was amazing so um maybe what we can do so again we gave the sort of like a song reference mm -hmm. um and so 
that song reference basically morphed into the beginning of the song. And again, this was sort of the beginning of this whole song creation process. Yeah, let's take a listen. All right. So, yeah, again, so you can hear this sort of thinking of that song reference, you can just hear kind yeah. of the starting point for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also through the conversation on a week, we work with this person on a weekly basis. So we see them for an hour every week. Um, and so that's where the communication of other ideas comes in. So we start talking about other instruments, like we have some bass and cello, we yeah. have some general string accompaniment. Yeah. Um, and then also just talking about the overarching song structure. So this was a relatively traditional kind of like, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Um, but I think that we both want to focus on what you'd call sort of the bridge section because the music kind of changes a bit, but it really does a great job of showcasing the talent of this individual mm-hmm. because I feel like you can just hear how beautiful their voice is, but they do such a good job with actual vocal harmonies yeah. and the sort of range. Like this individual is just does a very good job of staying within the range that they're strongest and most comfortable, I would say. And they, and they have always been aware of that and like do a very good job of that. And, and this, this piece of music here really kind of showcases that. And again, like kudos, a testament to the individual who just like, who knows that and was able to sort of harness that power for the section. Yeah. So let's, let's listen to a bit more of the song. Yeah. Here I stand, and here I'll 
So you gotta love how, I mean, those strings like that's kind of metal. Whew. They're kind of metal, right? Oh, I'm a metal time. head, yeah, big time. You can throw in anything <laughs> that's kind of metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't don't get us started. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we're we're gonna before we get too distracted, we're gonna shift focus here to the group setting. Uh, so this is kind of the other setting that we run program in, and what we'll do here is is work with a group of anywhere from 15 to 20 people at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, sit them all down in a room and, and from anywhere from four to eight weeks, we'll kind of go through some of the aspects of what it means to write and record music. Mm-hmm. That's everything from lyrical content, everything from, you know, working in um, DAW or, or digital audio workstations, mm-hmm. different softwares, different recording softwares, what it means to mix a song, uh, brief overview of mastering music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we really try to focus on the financial literacy piece of it too mm-hmm. once you create a song what do you do with it where do you go with it how do you book a show how That's do you right. play a show artist development artist development you know, all yeah, these things like creating a brand brand identity things like that and the thing with music is you know realistically there's no money in this industry yeah um, i think as we both have found <laughs> yeah. over the years uh, in very real ways um and yet that's not to say that there isn't a livelihood or there isn't a, a way to make something work. That's right. And I think also we make a point of striving or rather focusing on the fact that through this process, it's kind of, you know, good food for the soul. Like you'll always have that whether or not you make a buck off of a song you made, you will always have the benefit of that song creation process. And that's like a nice yeah. thing to always drive home. And I would say wholeheartedly, in any of the contexts or within the different agencies that we work, we are able to experience that experience that through these individuals. And that's mm-hmm. always like such an empowering thing and a great reminder of how important music is and sort of why we feel so passionate and inclined to run this music programming just in general, you know? Well, it's a, it's a form of communication and, you know, mm-hmm. for so many folks and for so many people, a, it's something productive to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a lot of spaces where frankly there's not a whole lot of extracurricular activities right mm-hmm. but also b um sometimes it's easier to talk through music and express different ideas and things through music uh because of all sorts of reasons you know music is cool mm-hmm. exactly right music I, is music is easy it's easy to connect with other people over music even yeah. if they like different stuff you can still appreciate certain you know commonalities amongst mm-hmm. all that and so, so this group that we, um, this is a song we created with this this group of adolescents, basically in a, within a community organization. And I think what's really cool, just to sort of, you know, uh, piggyback off of that previous statement, is that like, music's cool, music's awesome, it's so great for expression. But also, when you're dealing with adolescents, they're really a group of people who some people are like, no, 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 like. I'm actually really into music. Like mm-hmm. I want to learn more about the back end. Like uh, tell me oh, more yeah. about the process of editing music or yeah. mastering or tell me again what panning is because yeah. like, I want to know what you talk about when you say pan it hard left or yeah. hard right, you know? And so 
that's also it, we feel very fortunate to sort of be able to to provide this sort of education and these learning experiences for these folks to be able to take that and take it home and kind of build on that and, and hopefully have like a lifetime of creating music. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're going to go into a specific example, um, mm-hmm. as John was alluding to. Uh, so th- this uh, track in particular started with us, you know, create like just creating some beats with, with some of the youth mm-hmm. um, and some just different ideas. Right. And so this first little clip that we're going to play is the initial idea for the song. That's right. And this little riff was created by some of the youth, again, who had no prior musical mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. But that's not the focus. The focus is that with a little bit of catering and a little bit of, you know, movie magic, as we like to call it. Yeah. Um, you can clean it up and, and make it look or sound pretty good. That's right. So let's let's just take a quick listen here. It's our time, it's our time, it's our time. So yeah, that was just the little bit that they had created. Right. And then what that turned into was something unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Because we went into a lyric session and, you know, led by some fantastic uh, community members. Um, This song clearly centers around gun violence and and how everybody in this particular area has been affected by it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they kind of led this beautiful lyric writing session. Yeah, and then we went back to the the drawing board and and kind of created a song out of it, mm-hmm. and maybe let's listen to the full track. Yeah, or just one step before we go there. So, not to get into too many specifics, but a part of the sort of songwriting workshop is we allow individuals the time to mess around with iPads and just create some sounds. Yeah. So the music that you heard from that little snippet was a couple individuals who had created this on an iPad, and mm-hmm. basically as a group. We went around, everyone played their ideas and everyone decided, okay, the music that's here is super cool. And then in and around the same time, someone had this, this vocal idea that we were able to record. And so that's Mm -hmm. what you heard there. And now just as Wes said, through this process, we allocate time so people can write lyrics. People can sort of hear this original idea and allow the ideas to ruminate. And then there's just this collective songwriting process. And it's unbelievable. Yeah. It was oh. so organic. And, you know, we like John and I just kind of filled out this thing. And, and you know, I kind of made a bunch of the like, but it's very minimal music. Yeah. And and they like, just gave it a structure. They just kept basically. yeah, stru- some structure. But um, everybody in the group just really wanted to take turns at throwing different verses down. Yeah. And, and this is the result. And it was incredibly organic. That's yeah. the best way to describe it. It's, it's so funny. You're dealing with adolescents. Sometimes, you know, they want something right away and they're upset if they don't get it. Like this was the opposite of this group. Everyone, when they had an idea, they had the time and space to be able to get behind the microphone and do it. Mm-hmm. And everyone else was respectful. And when they were finished, if somebody else had an idea, they got up there. And, and just to like note too, this was recorded in a community center gymnasium. Yeah, it felt like a church basement basically. Yeah, like. literally the least acoustically friendly <laughs> situation. Yeah. You know, as an audio engineer, I was just sitting back and cringing, but it's, it, it just goes to show, again, you, you, you don't need all of the, the pomp and frills that yeah. come along yeah. with, you know, something to create good art. That's right. So, and again, that's like a a very valuable lesson to sort of teach a lot of these youth, well, really anyone, but especially the youth when you're like, you might listen to Drake and be like, this guy's untouchable. Like he's got so many people working for him, which that's, that's not untrue. (laughs) Yeah. However, the whole idea of recording music, that whole process might just seem so unattainable, especially if you're from, you know, 
like dire circumstances, you're, yeah. you're going through some tough times. You might think like, I'll never be able to do that. And it's like great for Wes and I to be like, Hey, check this out. Like yeah. at the end of one session, we can have more or less an entire song done yeah. that's been created by all of the individuals in that space under that roof. Yeah. Truly amazing. All right, here it is. So let's listen. It's our time. 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 A lot of people being killed in the streets. Beds being made, but no one's sleeping in the sheets. Rather be cold than be made to feel that heat. And they trying to hold me back and trying to see me take the lead. All these doors locked. I'm just trying to find the keys. I'm just trying to find the keys. Started putting pen to paper, tell me can I make it greater The GTA ain't great, they throwing shots just like the Lakers and my brother Got shot up by his neighbor, cause he couldn't do no favors Trying to save a dollars like I need a savior, uh Cold blooded, tears from the streets, the city flooded Most questions, but you gotta ask who really suffered He had a mama, a daughter, and plus his baby mother Now he ain't gon' ever get to tell her that he really loved her Damn, and that's a plus one All the man them trying to bust gun just to make the blood run Wish the damage could get undone, undone it's our time, it's our time, it's our time. It's our time, it's our time, it's our time. Our time to shine, our time to love, our time to smile. It's our time. It's our time, we are alive, it's a vibe. It's our time, we are alive, it's a vibe. Red or blue, why I have to choose a side? Married to the streets and the hood is like a bride Rather die, cut the pride or would divide Cousin chillin' outside, got shot by an op on a joyride I try to be by his side It's time to rise up or some others might die I cried when he didn't reply Revenge sounds real sweet but I cannot decide Whether I should fly a guy Guilt on my mind, it's mental suicide It's a time, it's a time And again, like that was recorded in the basement of a community center. And it was so cool how every verse was so different. Yeah. Everybody had their own sense of flow, their own sense of rhythm, and just the way they wanted to deliver the lyrics was, was just, again, so neat. And I was just enamored by the organic nature of the entire process. Like just holy, like, like you can't yeah. plan that. No. You know, you could no. never plan that. No. Um, 
so I guess on a final note, uh, what's a high and a low for you, John? Ooh, wow. The questionnaire becomes a question E. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, but it's cool. I like it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and it's only fair. We ask people those questions. So what are those? Uh, how would we answer them? So, I mean, when it comes to music creation, you know, it's always interesting because you have no idea what someone likes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I play guitar for mm-hmm. over 25 years now. So pretty much and i'm a metalhead too for anyone who didn't know that so like um every now and again you get someone who's just like oh yeah you know i like uh this band and this band and i'm I'm actually really into metal and that's when i go oh Oh, john just starts vibrating (laughs) every time i'm like let's write a song together (laughs) so i would say that that's like a high when you when you can actually truly connect with someone and and kind of like you know as you say like nerd out to be like oh i love like when the double kick does this and like so i would say that a high for me is like you know, I guess writing songs that are a reflection of the music that I personally enjoy. For sure. And with that being said, like, you know, we all listen to all kinds of music, right? And it's like, as a musician, I think it's wrong to sort of say no to any form of music, even if you don't listen to it every day. Um, And with that being said, I think that not like a low, but what I've recognized as a challenge for myself is when you just happen to sort of arbitrarily find yourself in a conversation with someone who the music that they listen to is not at all reflective of the music that, that you would listen to. And then here you are trying to create a song with them. So I would say, um, even actually, for example, the song that we played earlier where there's like a lot of piano, there's no drums. There's a lot of piano. There's a lot of like different accompanying instruments. Like Mm -hmm. that isn't necessarily reflective of music that I listen to on a day to day. And yet at the same time, I would sort of accept that as a challenge for what we're doing. And just as a musician, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about yourself though? Highs and lows. Um, yeah. I think the biggest, you know, I'm going to flip this around. Mm. I'm going to end with a high. So you're going to do a low first. I'm going to do a low first. Okay. Okay. Hot shot. Yeah. <laughs> I run by my own beat. Oh, uh, I get it. Right? right. Music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you play drums by any chance? Uh, once upon a time. <laughs> um, I think the biggest challenge for me sometimes is is just the energy that that's needed some sometimes in yeah. these spaces. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's and, and we're only there for short amounts of time, but it's like you almost have to. You're you're like a a battery, right? Yeah, and you just have to save it for to be 110% yeah. during that little bit. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes I leave some of these sessions and some of these groups just wiped, but in, in such a good way, wiped mm-hmm. creatively. I'm, I'm saying this from all from a creative perspective, Absolutely. because again, to your point, like, you know, there you are. I just made a reggae song a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. you know, and there I am listening to Marcia Griffiths on repeat, trying to like, okay, what's this chord progression? Here we go. Okay. Now, Oh wow. That's like an interesting thing I've never heard before. Like, yeah. you know, and so just kind of keeping up with it all, you're right. It's challenging and it's, it's so fun as a musician too. It's, it truly you is You know, great. being able to listen to a bit of everything. And, yeah. and one thing that's really cool is, is like we mentioned at the top of the episode, listening to all these different bands that yeah. these people like. I've never heard of 90% of them, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so you, 
you get introduced to all kinds of different music that's just so interesting and so unique and, yeah. and it's just like, wow, this is so cool and I've never heard of this. And it's an opportunity to connect with yeah. the individual too. You can be like, I've never listened to this before, but oh my gosh, I couldn't believe how like the drum sound that they yeah. have or like oh. when when the singer makes it to the chorus. Don't get do me started things. on production value, okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, you're into that. Um, hi. Uh mm-hmm. I'm going to say, you know, I consider myself super, super lucky. Mm-hmm. And and I know you can relate to this too. Oh, yeah. Um, we get to do what we love doing. We get to go in and make music mm-hmm. and connect with people and, and, you know, have all kinds of positive outcomes and, and just, you know a lot of people don't, don't get the opportunity to do what they love. And, yeah. and, and so I'm, you know, we're so lucky to be able to do that. Yes. And, and this job is the high for me, you know? Yeah. We, we talk to all these frontline workers who take on all this vicarious trauma and th- these people are champions in their community and champions at what they do. Big time. And we, we go in and, and we talk to people about music and we relate to them on a human level and that's kind of where it begins and ends. And that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. You know? I think for both sides, it's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just the high for me is is just this whole experience. Yeah. Uh, I I get to to be where I love and and do what I love and and I am so so lucky and blessed to to be in that spot. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And it's interesting too, like as a musician, to continuously still feel challenged mm-hmm. is amazing. But mm-hmm. then I think overwhelmingly, just to be like, feel so fortunate and privileged to be able to sort of provide these opportunities for people. And I know I already said my piece, but I'm going to say one more thing, but even, you know, literally just today Mm -hmm. working with someone where this is an original song that we're working on and this is a youth that we're working with. And every time you kind of write a song and you're like, I never really know if they're actually going to like it. Like, And so that's the thing that that Wes and I will always say is like, you're not going to hurt our feelings. Feel free to say it sucks. Yeah. If you don't like it, let me know. I would be so much happier if you were blatantly honest as opposed to sort of swallowing it and being like, yeah, it's okay. So I was just in this process with this one individual and, you know, probably about 45 seconds, maybe a minute in, I saw like a bit of a smile and I sort of jokingly turned to Wes and I was like, Oh, I'm like, I see a bit of a smile. I think that's a positive thing. And then they listened through the song and I was like, what do you think? Is that going to work? And they were like, honestly, this is so amazing. Like, I feel like crying right now. Like this is just exactly what I needed to hear. And they right after that started writing lyrics and like perfect for that to be our experience is just phenomenal. You know? Yeah, we're so lucky. We we're we so get lucky. we get to go into spaces that a folks aren't allowed to be in, but also be you know um, have to almost be confined in sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's just so so great to be able to provide um, something that is hopefully helpful for for these folks. Yeah, that's right. And again, we want to say thanks so much for listening. Uh, please feel free to reach out, make this a bit more interactive, and. Uh, We've got a lot of super exciting guests uh, coming up. Yeah. So stay tuned. Uh, there's going to be a whole new new batch, and uh, we look forward to doing some more. Yeah. And just to answer your question, uh, that uh, intro and outro song that you hear all the time, yes, we did write that song. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. And uh, until next time. Until next time.